everybody has a circle. You have a circle of friends, you have a circle of maybe mentors, family. First of all, what you need to do is tap into them. And what you do with tapping into them as warm leads is you call you you, you create a database, you use a CRM. Like if you're really good, you can do a hundred calls a day. And I feel like instead of you know, everybody's always calling me, Shago, how do I do this? How do I get leads? How do I get leads? Get on the phone. And let me tell you what, how you need to do this. Let me break this down. This, this is first of all. Get your notes ready because this episode is overflowing with practical tips and tricks that you can implement in your business as soon as today. I sat down with the founder of Choir App. He gave us a deep dive into how he got his software company from zero to a seven-figure business. We get this, 80% profit margins. I know, right? This best part is he didn't even hold anything back during our conversation. He shared everything from where he buys his list to cold call, what CRM he uses, how he finds talents to hire, and so much more. So get ready to be blown away by serial entrepreneur, tech founder, and author, Shegun Ogunbemi. Your first moment of like self-awareness, like, you know what, like the moment whereby everything changed for you in terms of your career and when everything just like the, the like the inflection point. Let's start with that. Okay. The inflection point pretty much was me getting fired from every job I've been to. Wow. So every job did not want me. So I was like, okay, I got to start my own, you know? So <laughs> <laughs> that's what the truth about. I was like, so okay, no well, entrepreneurship experience before that? None before that. However, I did. Okay. I will say this. Okay. When I was younger, when I was about 12 years old, I, you know, I had this dream back home in Nigeria mm-hmm. that I wanted to have a business. So I saw the toilet paper thing was terrible back home. And I was like, I want to start like a toilet paper business because we had terrible, uh, terrible uh, toilet paper in the village. Okay. So that's my <laughs> first. <laughs> but I never, of course, that never transpired. But when I came to the U.S., I always wanted to have a business. Uh, and when I kept, could not keep a job because I'm just a contrarian. It was like, okay, it's just time for you to just start your own and move on from this. And, uh, so you go fired with, <laughs> you go fired with every job. Every what kind job, of job? Yes. Do, you, do, you have, do you have examples of the kind of jobs? Like, what stories yeah, do you have for yeah. me? Well, I work, yeah, I worked at Aberson's. Uh, I got fired. You know, I worked at Builder Square. Builder Square is similar to Home Depot. Okay. And uh, it was just too hot outside. They wanted me, me to be a cashier and still go outside to go, like, you know, take the stuff to the, uh, to the, to the cars for the uh for the for the customers and for me it was just too hot to do that and i was like and i still have to go back and be a cashier i was like you know so i was very lazy so i got fired for that <laughs> i didn't expect this <laughs> okay that was one yeah. what about another job that you got fired for oh god i, I can't see this one <laughs> was it was were they all your fault yeah. or was it like see, the job's fault it was, you know, okay. So this is well, it's, it's mostly my fault. Mostly my fault. I, I like didn't that say that. Yeah, it's mostly my fault. You definitely said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, this is so, not working for me. So I got to do yeah. something else. I yes, exactly. So I needed to do something else. I worked in this business, and I was like, you know what, this okay business, okay. And I'm like, I can do what these people are doing. Doesn't seem too hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why did I try and start my own? And then I started my own. That's why I started my own home care agency. Back in 2007. Wow. And uh, yeah, back in 2007. It's like 20, 27, like 26, 27, something like that. You know? um, and I was just like, uh, so I started it. It was good for a while. 
Mm-hmm. But then um, one thing I realized was it, it became more, it just more competition, more competition. And the more competition, uh, the harder it is because now, you know, it's more supply and demand, right? Mm-hmm. So now it's more supply than demand. In that situation, I had to kind of like, okay, figure out what I want to do. And uh, there's something I've always, I read a long time ago, and it stuck with me till today, which is if everybody is digging for gold, provide the shovel, right? So pretty much if everybody's going to do the same thing, what can I provide these people that are here, that are in this business right now, these home care agencies, what can I provide them? Mm-hmm. And that's when I decided to start the, uh, started one, two, three consulting. How many years so after one, was that? Three years. Three years after you started the home yes, care three business. Years. Okay. 2010, 2011, mm-hmm. I decided I'm going to start this. So what I did was, um, so I, I, I went to read about uh, all the policies and uh, created the administrative training classes, right? So I did the training classes. And once I created the training classes, um, I got them approved. And once time I got them approved, I just put them, I created a website, put them on the website and said, okay, let's see what happens. First month, $100. Next month, three. well, each one was, no, each class was three classes on the website, 129, 159, and 189. That's how much for those three classes, okay? Mm. Within another month, $500, I was like, okay, maybe I have wow. something here. Did you do any marketing? And none. But one thing I've learned to own business is I like to start with uh, the with numbers or, or A, okay? So mm-hmm. I'm always above everybody else. Mm. So at the time, they had like a list of uh, providers like us that provide trading, okay? Mm-hmm. And it was capitalized. Uh, it, was, it was chronologically by, by, by numbers and letters, right? So one, two, three, consulting. I was first. Oh, where did you learn that from? <laughs> where did you learn that trick from? I, read, I learned that trick a long time ago in a book I read. I can't remember which book. And it still holds true to, to today. I teach my clients this, okay? So my clients are home care agencies, home health agencies, and um, one thing about them is like, okay, when they market to the hospitals, the hospitals will give them a database, uh, it's called AIDA, A-I-D-A, of all um, uh, home care, oh, I'm sorry, all, yeah, home care agencies. So if you're a patient, they'll give you a list before you go, choose which agency you want to be with, which hospital you want to be with, right? Mm-hmm. And then you go from there. It's alphabetical. It's alphabetical. <laughs> it's alphabetical. Still. Yeah, so I mean, that's so always I tell my clients just try and stay above, you know, because nobody's going to go past the first page, yeah. right? Everybody knows that we're Google. That's your SEO right there. Page. Your SEO, that's your just SEO changed, right there. Just change the name yeah. to like A A A A A Home yes, Health yes, Consultant. Yes, exactly, exactly. Wow, and nobody has gotten yeah. up apart from your clients that you're teaching this. Nobody has caught on on that on that trick. You think? Are you saying the the, the, tr- the trick you used? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had somebody else. I mean, another comp- company started that and came above me and everything else. But by, after a while, the state realized this and changed the whole thing because he did like pound one, two, three, uh, pound A, one. <laughs> so that's what that's like. That. So, because he did that, so he took over the first spot. And then the state was like, you know what? We've got to stop this nonsense. And, we, and now it's just like a carousel. So it, it just goes and whichever. But by then, I already established some good leads already. You know, a lot of people have known about me. And because he knew about the company and the customer service, I'm, you know, I want to make sure, even though I'm, uh, we're number one on the list, the most important thing here is the service. The website has to be easy to use, much easier than my competitors to use, right? I mean, you want to make it as easy for them to give you money, okay? Yeah. So once they put, once they come in and cl- cl- click a class, 
they need to take them straight to check out, straight to the class. I don't want I want it to be so easy like a child can do it. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did in that situation, and we made it easy for them to. And that was my competitive advantage. And we had SEO too when it came to writing content. So over the years, I learned about content marketing. Um, and so we just write articles on a weekly basis, and that has helped our SEO over time. Looks like you're a very on what's what I'm looking for on I want to say on trend because trend is like kind of like a bad word now <laughs> you're you're very <laughs> early into this whole yeah. content creation market mm. you're very early into this whole knowledge based um industry you know like you know how yeah. Tony Robbins kind of like popularized it like oh the industry is now like courses 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 knowledge yes. like and that's where we are right now everybody yeah. have a course uh-huh. now and if i want to learn something about um like social media there's some course out there that will fit yes. my if i'm following this guy on instagram i'm going to be like does he have a course i remember when i, I wanted yes. to paint an art for my client and mm-hmm. i was like oh this art is it cost like two thousand dollars. The art was two thousand dollars, and then like another two hundred dollars to ship or something. And Ooh. I'm trying, and they spend a lot. I think like they spend like twenty thousand on the in their living room alone. And I was trying to save money wow. for them because, I mean, what's the point of hiring if I cannot save you money, right? Because that was true. one of that was yeah. my my value proposition is that if you hire mm. me, not only would you make your money back, you save more money because you mm. get to use my discount, and then I I, yes. make, I avoid you doing mistakes on your interior design. I like so, that. Yeah. So that was one of my propositions. So to try to save them money and not spend two thousand dollars or on a, on an art so i was like oh, mm-hmm. i want to paint a textured heart where will i do this i now looked on someone i used to follow and mm. looked if she had a course like i literally went to go check to see if she had a, if she had a course and voila wow. she had a course and i took the course shop 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 i did the i went to the store she had a list of what to buy i bought the stuff wow. and i did it yeah and i posted yeah. it on instagram that's one of the things i put it on instagram and everything but that's how i that's how i feel that's that's the behavior that everybody's doing now oh yes and oh, you yes. started oh, yes. that way ahead of time 2010 that was when it was still yes. like an infancy it was um did you think you did you know did you know mm-hmm. about this the trend or it just happens that it was like a lock do you think it's locked that you No, have? so it became something where uh we're training website number one mm-hmm. so due to the fact we were training website we always wanted to create more like material for them so mm-hmm. we had for them to we to create more value so mm-hmm. really we stumbled upon it so apart from having the classes for them we want to provide value so we will write articles on different things you know how to start your business how to get your first clients how to uh how to get referrals, how to uh, get Google reviews, all those different things. We wrote articles in them. So as to get them to come back to the website, right, continuously, and to remember us over time. So it just became something we did, and over time, it, it really panned out. Uh, things have changed from then, okay? Things have changed from then. I mean, uh, everybody's doing that, but the ones that succeed the most when it comes to that content marketing now, they're doing it with partnerships now. Mm. Yes. So it's not only about you having material, because what makes your SEO work is not only you having material now, it's also you, it's also the backlinks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So backlinks is pe- other people posting your material. Your material, yeah. Yeah. So if you have all these articles now, so what we've done now is team up with other companies, uh, other, you know, consulting, uh, consulting companies or other, just different products, different, you know, um, not compet- not uh, not direct competitors, but indirect competitors, and we get them to write for us, and we write for them. Oh, nice! That's, like a synergy. Yes, that is certainly symbiotic. Yeah, whatever. I don't know the word. I, yeah. I don't know English. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know English. <laughs> that has really helped us to even propel. So, if you go to 
online and type in admin training classes in Texas. We're like number two on the list. Wow. Yeah. So you're always yeah. evolving pretty much like you, you're you like have to. Yeah. To survive in the market. Like <laughs> the alphabetical thing yeah. helped you and then now you're doing the back. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. I want to go back to before you pivot into consulting you were doing home okay. help before what was i know you you mentioned that the reason for you to pivot is the whole it was getting saturated mm-hmm. I, I, I want to play the devil's advocate here mm-hmm. if it's getting saturated <laughs> yeah why are you trying to make it more saturated by teaching people to join <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> by teaching people to join the more like isn't yeah. it What's the, the di- there's a, there's a, you know, like a, what's the word I'm looking for? There's a yeah. contra- contradicting and also, mm-hmm. um, yeah. like you shoot yourself in the foot kind of situation I know, here. Kind like, of thing. Yes. <laughs> what, what, so that's a very good question. And, um, I think for me, it was really a thing where I knew my passion and from youth, you know, I'm a writer and I've written a book. So it's always about, I've always loved writing. This was a, a missing end in the beginning, right? Yeah. So just getting to business, having exposure to business, learning business. That's what that did for me. But long term, I knew I was going to do other things, right? Things I'm more passionate about. Either way, even if there's not even like the, the uh, competition, I think sooner or later my passion will go and yeah. I'll not keep it up. So I had to focus on something I'm more passionate about that I totally enjoy, right? So sooner or later, I was going to pivot into something else. So it just happened to be this. Yeah. And also like... I just played the devil's advocate prior. Yeah. Now I'm going to be the angel's advocate yeah. or something like that. And also, yeah. even if the market is saturated, that's not a reason why mm-hmm. you shouldn't enter in the market because, you know, there's always room for the best. So someone will just yes. come in and just like scatter the whole place with their, yes. with their offer yes. and make it even yes. better and then just change the oh, yeah. whole game. So there's always... Yeah. So I, don't worry, I can do good cup, bad cup here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like that. Well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So um, the so first, I just want to go to the timeline. So first it was the jobs and you couldn't hold the job and then you started home yeah. health. I know I keep going yeah. back. Why mm-hmm. home health? Is it, was it just simply because I saw someone doing it and I can do it? Exactly. So I worked there and uh, I was like, this is not too hard to do. This is simple. I'm going to save some money. I'm going to get into it because the thing about business is this. I think uh, most people need to understand uh, when you get into business, start with a business, start with a field or, you know, whatever that you know. That's the reason why. Because I was working in that business. So because I was working there, you know, it exposed me. So I knew all the operations. I knew, you know, all these different parts of it. So I was like, okay. And when I was in there, I, I was looking for things to improve. So I was like, okay, this is how they're doing this. This is what I would do with this. Okay, I, I hear complaints for customers. I wrote them down. These are things that when I start my own, I'm going to make sure I don't do these mistakes or I make sure I actually improve on them and use this as a competitive advantage when I go out to markets. So that's what I did in that situation. So it's just like in business, the most, you know, it's not good to, good to go to the business that you have no knowledge of. You have to have some knowledge. And because I was already working in the business, I had enough information after one or two years. Like, okay, I can do this myself. Did you look anywhere else or you didn't even bother to look at any other industry? No, no, no. So actually, so I was there. I started there. Uh, I did not really look at anything else at that point because I just kind of fell into it. Um, yeah. So that's the reason why. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Now we can fast forward now. So now the consult. <laughs> so, so you were, um, 
you pivoted because obviously it's not a passion and it's already getting too saturated. And if you don't even have passion for it, you're not even going to be, you're not even going to be motivated to even do better. Exactly. So you went into, you, you, you leaned in into your strength of like writing yes. and consulting and get, went into yes. one, two, three solutions. Tell me about your first, your first, I know you said the first month was like a hundred dollars. Tell me about it. Like what, what, what were the series of events that happened when you decided on mm-hmm. one to three solutions and when you had the, the first sale? Uh, so, so I really, you know, I was very naive to business, honestly, at that part. So when I first started one to three, I was like, I'm going to put these classes out there and I'm sure thousands of people are going to register for it and all that kind of stuff. It didn't happen. I mean, I got one sale. <laughs> It was a little disappointing, but then, you know, um, luckily enough, like I said, alphabetically speaking, it helped us out and uh, the website was so much easier. That helped us out. So I really didn't do any marketing at the beginning, which was a blessing. But right at the same time, when I had one to three consulting, I started uh, a software company called Penny. Okay. So I have this thing, which is, you know, it's both good and bad. And now over time, I, I'll consider it a bad thing. Okay. And that is stay focused on one thing at a time, right? To get good at one thing and get really good at it all through. So I was like, look, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. So, and I had this thing where every year I wanted to start a new business every year. That was your goal. Okay. That was my goal. I was going to start a new business <laughs> a every year. <laughs> Very weird as goal, you know? <laughs> so the next year I, uh, I started Penny. But okay, I'm not a developer, right? Um, and I was like, okay, well, I need to find a developer because I had this. Okay, so this is what it is. I was like, what can I provide for these home care agencies? Okay, we're talking about non-skilled, okay, not medical, non-skilled. What can I provide them? Okay, I provide the training. The training is going so-so. Um, what else can I provide them to generate more revenue for myself? And uh, and I wanted to have a business model that, okay, uh, I don't want that once-a-year usage. So you're going to come to my website, one, two, three consulting buy a class because you have to take it for your continued education, come back next year, right? I was like, okay, I don't want to see you next year. I want to see you every month. I want your money every month. <laughs> what do I have to do? <laughs> How can I take more of your dollars? Right? I love that. Yes. How can I take more of your dollars? How can I get more for these people? These people are making money. I want more of your money now. Eh? So I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to start a software. And this software is going to be um, a non-medical software that does the billing, eligibility, the paper, paperwork, the documentation, all aspects of the, helping them to run their business. And that's what I did. So I started Penny. How did that go? So that was actually, uh, at the beginning, it was a little rough because I, okay, I, I took $40,000 and went to a developer. Uh, he developed crap. Where did okay? you meet him? It's terrible. I met him. Um, I met him online. I found him. In the, you have to understand. This is like 2012. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. This is 2012. So by then, at 2012, things technology was still is it's not where it is today. You know. I was going to say it was um, like Fiverr or Upwork. <laughs> oh no, it's a long time ago. This for Fiverr was born. You know. Uh, so I I found it, I found this company and they did that. What other company charged me a hundred thousand? This one said forty thousand. Yeah. So I went with the one with forty thousand. Forty, you get forty thousand uh, dollars worth of service, which is crap. It was terrible. I was like, you know what? Scrap that. I'm not doing this. So uh, then, then I, I was like, I need to have. That's where the, I had a eureka moment. I was like, you know what? I need to do. I need to give equity. 
I need to find a developer who is invested in my idea. So he can build it, I can sell it. So that's what I did. So I found Preston and John, okay? I found Preston, he's a developer. I was introduced by a mutual friend of ours. And we, you know, we went 45, 45%. And then we got somebody else on, on top uh, to come through. And he got 10%. That was John, okay? And the business flourished. I mean, we did upwards of $500,000, $700,000 a year. You know, we had subscriptions. We had subscriptions. We had some that were paying us $2,000 a month subscription. So we were doing really well at that point, you know? How many years had, into you know, the business was that? Into the launch? Uh, well, after, right after, we, so uh, right after we launched, uh, I was going door to door. So what I did was, uh, speaking of my first lead, when it came to this, what I did was I, um, I went to the state website. I looked up to see if there's any, like, uh, spreadsheet of all the agencies in Texas, right? So I found their spreadsheet and just got on the phone. Start hmm. on the phone. Cold calling. Yes. Cold calling. Cold calling. Setting. This is before Zoom. So in this situation, people want you in their office. So I would, I would, I would call them. They'll schedule the train. They'll schedule the demo. I would drive to them. Um, I would fly to them. I flew to the Valley. I still have clients in the Valley because of that. I, you know, everywhere. El Paso. I flew to El Paso. I flew wherever. Anywhere they wanted me. And, uh, I, you know, based on the, the ROI, if I knew they're a big agency, and they're going to be bringing five, seven hundred dollars a month to the business. It's worth it, right? So I'll pay a ticket, four hundred dollars, fly coming back and forth, go there, you know, and uh, and hopefully, like you know, we'll, the return investment in the next month or two after signing them up, we'll start getting that. But these are people who have long term value of you know of over twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. So it's worth it's it to do that, it. right? Yeah. So yeah. So the first thing we did was just you know cold leads. Get on the phone and just call. Well, actually, I started the warm leads and then cold leads. We, we can get into that if you want yeah, to, but yeah. Let's get into My head right now is flowing with a lot of questions. I don't even know what angle to start. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to start with the yeah. casually mentioning 40000 that you're just going to throw away, literally. Yeah. And, Literally. and you not even, and it went bad that you did, that didn't make you like fold and go into your shell. That made you even go do more and you changed yes. the way it's structured. Obviously I don't have 40 K to blow again. I got creative <laughs> yeah. and then yes. I went, I did the equity model. I have yes. questions in that one. I also have questions okay. in where did the 40,000 come from in the first place? You went from getting fired at your job, mm-hmm. starting a home health um, company then pivot yes. into a new company. Only one year mm-hmm. into the company, you got forty thousand mm-hmm. to do penny. Is this forty thousand like a drop in the bucket, or was it like something mm. that you had to go and look for and hustle? For? I had to look for that. I had to hustle actually. So I had a partner at that point too. So I came up with twenty thousand. He came up with twenty thousand. Right. Wow. And um, it just didn't work out between us. So after we blew the forty thousand, and this guy didn't, and this didn't work out, we just went our separate ways. But this none of us were technical. This money. Yeah. Did not come easy for you. This money was not an easy money, or was it? No, no, it's not easy money. I mean, this is just my life savings, pretty much. It was my life savings. Is everything I saved? Tell for my, me. Let's deep work. down yeah. into what mindset do you have to take your life saving and put it into something you're not even sure of, and not only your life savings, somebody else's money, and put yeah. it into something that you're not even sure of. Like it takes a, a different speck of well, person to do that. I agree with that, but also. Um, I was also looking at things differently. I was like, technology is going to take over. People are still doing things with paper, okay? 
people were still doing everything paper and still doing the building. Everything was so retro. Right? It was so retro. And I was like, I have come in, I have to come in this and I have to, I have to modernize this. You can't do this. You know, when I worked in this agency, we're still doing things on paper, for God's sakes. Like, come on, we, we have to do something better. So I knew if I could build something great, people will come. And if I built something great and I marketed rights, I knew I would get that. So that was not a problem. So I bet, so I bet on myself, of course, and I bet on the idea because I was like, look, first to markets, for, you know, say this is going to ease uh, their uh, billing needs or their uh, eligibility needs, all these different things. This is something that I know if I can go out there and market, I'm going to sign people up. Hmm. So, so yeah. you knew you could get customers, like you were very confident. Oh, yes. So there is yeah. there is a business out there that you just know that this business is going to work and you just put all yes. your... And even when you knew yeah. this for a fact, it didn't work mm-hmm. out. The, because of that belief, you still had that belief strong, right? Oh, yeah, because I knew sooner or later somebody else is going to get fight. Think about this yeah. idea, somebody's going to do it, okay? So it's just a matter of time, right? So I was racing against time, honestly. I was wow. less concerned about me about the money and more concerned about I need to get this done before somebody else gets this done wow. before me. Yeah. And that's what we had. <laughs> wow. That's, so that's, that's what I went ahead. I mean, yeah. I feel like this yeah. kind of things come probably looks like no brainer to you, but it's not yeah. a no brainer. A lot of us, mm-hmm. I wouldn't just take 20,000 and say, I want to just do something. Even yeah. if I know that it, the, the idea will work for a fact, <laughs> I know that I would think about yeah. this 20,000 and someone else's 20,000. Before yeah. even doing it. So that takes a lot of guts. Yeah. Like you probably compartmentalize and you're like money later, money later. Probably you, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You probably have a very good relationship. And I have with a difference. Well, and I, yeah, I do. But I also am very, I'm, um, I, um, I don't mind failing. I really don't mind failing. I'm, I have, I'm like, I love failing. I, I think I learn more from failing. You know saying? And I've failed several times in life. And I've always taken lessons from my failure. People are scared of it. And I tell people, don't be scared of failing. Like the thing about it is there's lessons in that failure. You know, you only fail when you stop. You don't fail if you continue. You don't fail mm-hmm. if you take lessons and use those lessons to better whatever you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. So if I know that, okay, I failed in this venture and uh, I'm not getting clients. Okay, what went wrong? I start looking back and figure out what went wrong, mm-hmm. improve those things and go back out there again. And it always works when you do that. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's yeah. how did you learn all this? And was this from the reading? Like, I mean, at that time... It's trial and error. Trial and error, too. It was experience. It was experience, right? Experience. It was experience. Trial and error, yes. Wow. Yes, yes. And yeah. then the, the when they flopped, it was the app itself that flopped. Not that you didn't find customers, right? Well, it, well so the thing about it, well, the 40,000, right? Mm-hmm. The app, yeah. I didn't like it. So oh, I, didn't put, I, didn't, I didn't bring it to market. Oh. Because I was like, this is... Okay, I had this... I, I had this... Um, I guess, you know, Steve Jobs is one of my idols, okay? And Steve Jobs is all about perfection. I know. <laughs> I was like, this, yeah, exactly. So this cannot represent me. I was like, I'd rather throw the whole thing away, cut as a loss, and build something I know I'll be proud of at the end of the day. So I didn't even try it out. Wow. You know, yeah. Did, yeah you, so. did you, did you, how did this work with your partner then? Like, what did you tell, yeah. how did, it, was it, did he agree with you? Were you guys on the same page? About what? About the fact that you're going to throw out the app. Oh, so this is, okay, oh yeah, the first partner I had, right? Yeah. Yeah, the first partner, he was more of a, an investor, he, he's more like a silent investor, right? He put the money down, he just wanted money return on his investment. He didn't care, he moved on with his life, he had other businesses, so we just went our separate ways, yeah. Yeah, the new ones, it was a different thing, because I had to convince them why this was a brilliant, and this is why people I had to convince, it's two white guys. 
<laughs> we need to convince two white people. <laughs> Who is this, this black, black guy man? with no Who's with no experience, you know experience? No tech experience. No, no, no tech experience. Are you living in Texas? Were you in Texas then? Yeah, yeah I was here. You're not even in Silicon yeah. Valley. <laughs> you're not in Silicon Valley. Yeah, in Texas. At least they had they had awesome jobs, making 160,000 at that time, and they believed in my vision and they left their businesses. I'm wow. sorry, they left their jobs. They left their jobs. Yeah. Preston you convinced and John, and someone to leave their jobs to join you. Yes. You know what you should yes. be teaching? You should be teaching what? sales. You should, be teaching, <laughs> you should be teaching how to convince people. <laughs> ah, yeah. I can't even convince my nanny to yeah. work with me. <laughs> I can't even convince my babysitter yeah. to work with me. Yeah. You yeah. convince them to be able to quit their jobs. Yes, yes. Wow. It's um, yeah. It's a viable idea. You have to have a really, really good idea. They have to be able to see that vision and believe in it. I wish they did. Yes, yes. So that's we went ahead and started it, and it was successful. And it was successful. Yeah. So that was that was yeah. one your second big success, right? The first home melt was a success. It, it took so it took over one two three. So at this point now, one two three was doing well. One two three mm-hmm. started doing well. Like a couple of years later, one two three grew to sixty thousand, eighty thousand, hit six figures. Mm-hmm. Now it's doing. More than that now, so you know? you had one to three at the background while doing all this. Exactly, mm. yes. So what I did was I brought them into one, two, three. When they quit their jobs, I was like, you know what? I want you to quit your jobs. The money comes from one, two, three. Mm-hmm. We'll use this so that at least you, you got to eat. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Just we'll, we'll, have, we'll put these two companies, uh, these two products under a company called HaloSoft. So the company's name was HaloSoft. And we had Penny and we had one, two, three. Yes. So, yeah. So, where is Penny today? What is Penny now? Penny is doing really well today. Uh, so, Penny is, I think, it's, a, I think it's, it's, it's doing really well. I'm sure it's a multi-million dollar company. I uh, exited the company in 2019. I sold my shares in 2019. Uh, we just had different view, different visions for the business at that point. Um, and I was kind of, I don't want to say ousted out, but... <laughs> you were I like was, Steve uh, Jobs. <laughs> Pretty much, pretty much. They just gave, they, they give my pink slip and told me, kick me through, kick me out the door, you know? That's how they keep Steve Jobs out of Apple too. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. I said the business is doing so well and everything, but it was fine because I learned a lot and I'm grateful. We're still friends. So you're a tech yeah. founder. I am talking to a tech founder. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to a tech guy right here. Yeah. Where's where your hoodie? Where's your infamous hoodie? I should have that, right? Yeah. <laughs> you should have gone around with like black hoodie like Mark I Zuckerberg. Do that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like, oh, you exited. <laughs> was it a good exit? Yeah. It was a good exit because then I, you I was able tell to us now the, focus. Do you want to tell yeah, us like, inter, like monetary terms? Do you want to tell us like um, how many X? How many okay, so this is what it was. It was not about X's really. What it was about is, you know, like I said, there was two products, right? There was a penny and there's one, two, three, right? So they agreed to let me have one, two, three, and they'll get penny. Oh. And that was good enough for me, okay? Because it was going to be a long battle if, you know, to, to you know how much to get. I didn't want to go through that. I, I, I know I've done this. I can do it again. So I went ahead and took one, two, three, and I built one, two, three. So one, two, three at this point was making like 60K. And I was one to three does like two fifty a, a year, you know, and this so I'm able to build it based on what I know it needed, you know, what I'm saying and then from there I I wanted to build other tech comp- tech, tech products and that's where I am right now. So I'm building so I built a company called Choir. Yes, so that's what. What I'm is Choir? Right so you built Choir right after or? Um, yeah. So and, no, no. So right after in 2019, I was like, okay, what am I going to do now? Okay, we have one, I have this, it's making good money, but it's not 
the kind of money I want to make, okay? I wanted to do bigger, bolder things. So I left that. Uh, so I, I kept one, two, three, and I started choir. Um, so I took some of the money, and also there's some money involved in there too. So I took the money, and what I did was I, I started building this company, choir, caregiver training. And what choir essentially does, it's, um, and this is right before the pandemic. That's the funny thing. So right before the pandemic, I was like, I need to, I realized another problem that a lot of these companies have. Uh, home care agencies, hospice companies, assisted living facilities, they have issues training all their caregivers, especially the big ones. So if you have a big, if you have a company, you have like 100 caregivers, 200 caregivers, how are you going to get them to the office, train them, get them, you know, you know, in services, initial training, oh, it's just a lot. So what I was like, we need to automate this whole process. So what I did was I, I went ahead and created the classes in English and Spanish, um, you know, um, I built the app. I, um, Yourself I order, or you hired someone for that? I hired people. So this time, this is 2017, 2018. So I had enough money to hire people now. So I hired people in the States to build this for me in the beginning. Okay. Um, so I got developers. They built my vision of what I wanted. Um, and, you know, the software pretty much what it does is uh, you have a category, add them to the system, and you can now assign the training to them. They receive the training. Uh, they receive a text message on their phone. They click on it, log in, watch the videos. Once they complete it, they get their certificate of completion. And now, you know, and that's what the, you know, so they don't have to come to the office for that, right? And that's my vision for that. And now, now and, tw- and it did really well. So it became a six-figure business and, uh, and it's, many, it's climbing And how many up. months did he be turn to a six-figure? Um, it honestly, it took about maybe like eight, nine months to become a six-figure business. Um, that's And huge. that's because... Well, I could have done better. I could have done better. I could have really done better than that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I learned from Penny. So Penny was more of a state uh, software. It was a Texas one. This one is more of a national software. So I wanted to go national with this. So I have people in all of these different states who use it based on their state regulations. Mm-hmm. Yes. And now what I'm trying to do is I want to close that whole loop. So we have training. But what about the rest of it, right? Because another issue they have in this business, unfortunately, is, um, after, especially after COVID, is keeping caregivers. Hmm. So they'll come over, work, and before you know, like two weeks later, they're gone. Guess what? You have to start the whole process again, okay? And uh, every time you do this, you're spending about 2000 based on Home Care Pulse as um, uh, one of these websites that calculate the cost for this, right? It costs $2,000 per, per caregiver. Okay, to train to to you know administrative costs. Onboard them. Uh, yeah, yeah, onboard them, train them. Uh, you know all those things. You know, orient orient them, all that stuff. So what I'm trying to do. So what I've built now is I close the whole loop. So we have integration with Indeed, Hierology, and uh, we, you know, so they have a link now. Once you click on the on that link, uh, it pulls up the web, pulls up the application. They fill out the application. It goes into into uh, Telescope. Telescope is a new product. It goes into telescope, and now it just um, it's I'm adding AI to it, where now it can communicate with you and let you know, okay, congrats on applying. Um, you know, uh, complete this uh, qualifying survey, which you know now they have to answer questions to make sure they qualify for the position, and then it will send them another link to set up an interview. Hmm. Once they do the interview, now it will send and they pass, they go through the interview and they're hired. Will now send them documentation that's signed. So I have my own DocuSign thing in the software. Hmm. So you don't have to pay for DocuSign. You don't have to have 10 recruiters. You can use, you don't need anybody because the software now does all that for you. 
Once that's signed off, now you can do the you do the orientation videos. Then you can do the training. So I, I wanted to close the whole loop with wow. this. And that's what I've done with the software. And then yeah. in the other so, side of the, um, sorry to interrupt. And the other yeah, side no of the, yeah. So you make it looks like you're making the user experience very seamless for the recruiter. For, no, not the recruiter. I'm sorry, the people that are being recruited, Ooh. the home the home caregivers. Yes. So in the other side, yes. I'm, I'm I'm assuming that it's also easy for them to right, like for the uh, agency for the, for the agencies. Oh, yes, yes. That's the most important part of it. It's like we want to eliminate uh, them having to do the day-to-day activities of calling them, making sure they're getting trained, making sure they're, uh, you know, uh, you know, setting up the appointments with them, uh, making sure they come for the interviews. Now the software automatically does this by sending the, the, the caregiver a reminder about the interview, sending the documentation for them to sign, get them, getting them through the training process. All that is now done. So, Instead of them having to pay, spend over $2,000 per caregiver, you're only paying us now four seventy five dollars a month, hmm. right, for this whole thing of what the software does, okay? Wow. And uh, we're, we're hoping to project it, we, you know, we'll, we'll hit 100000 by the end of the year per month, you know? Wow. And then hopefully next year we can, we can, we can yeah. So that's the goal is just keep on that's doubling amazing. on that. And, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And I, I bet as time goes on, <clears throat> your... Um, was well, so your net would even be get would get better because you don't have a lot of because co- it's a software company right it's still mostly a software mm-hmm. company right so you don't yes, have a exactly. lot of like overhead you don't do you have a lot of like yes. people in your team or no 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 that's I, I, that's I, I love the fact you brought that up so there's two things I wanted to do in this business number one I like SaaS software as a service I want us to be getting paid every month so we know how much we will become is going to be coming through every month number one but number two I also wanted to make sure that um. We, we don't need too much staff, you know, yeah. so we don't really have that much staff. You know, uh, overhead is very, very low. I mean, pro- profit margin is about maybe 80%, honestly. No. I'm not did it start that yeah. way? No, it did not start that way um, because I had to get the developers and everything. So, yeah. we didn't need, so uh, which we have a team, but we don't need them. Uh, we don't need such a big team anymore. So it's kind of like a smaller team. With, we have like two, three people now, and they stay with the business, and we just keep on working and adding more features to the software. And also on top of it, I have people outside the U.S. Okay, so that makes it cheaper. So we, have, <laughs> you have to learn from these big companies. These big companies are doing this for a reason. Okay, <laughs> so when it comes to t- for support now, I don't do the support over here. I have VAs, wow. and you know other countries that I'm paying. I'm not going to say because it's embarrassing, but I mean, <laughs> no, it's not. I'll be proud. I, I, I already know, but don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you go. I see, right. So I pay them, you know, I don't pay them much, right? You know, and they handle all the support calls. I have an operations manager. So it's honestly, it's, the profit margin is really high. But now we're taking that money that we have, uh, you know, we're using that now to do more marketing, more sales. So now I've hired. So even though we've we, we've skilled our oper- operations and all that kind of stuff, well, now we're focused on just like going big now. So we're focusing on sales and marketing. So for this year, all the way to next year, all we're focused on is, is just you know, acquiring more going, customer. Yes, gangbusters, just sales and marketing. You know, the content marketing, the, the Facebook ads, the Google ads. You know, you know the cold calls because cold calls are always worked for me from the beginning. I'm not stepping away from that now. So we also do that too. Yes. So yeah. And we're going to go into that cold calling very like we got to dive deep into the cold calling part. But first, I, don't, I want to dive deep into the sales and marketing part. What are the things you're doing okay. now? Obviously, you had some tricks and tips for how to get your first customer in your industry. First, you tried yeah. the um, alphabetical order thing. Then yes. you tried the... 
was it the cold calls the cold calling thing and flying mm-hmm. over there that was like hardcore and oh, i yeah. need to hear stories of yeah. those things you did, <laughs> cold calling and now you yeah. want to go big because you you have yes. this big vision for the app choir <clears throat> you have this big vision for the choir app what are the steps you're mm-hmm. taking right now mm-hmm. if it's not proprietary what are the steps you're taking right oh, yeah. now to like blow this up I love it. That's a great question. Okay, so let me back up and explain to you what our goal is. So this, we have warm leads, cold leads, okay? We have uh, influencers and affiliates, right? And lastly, we have super fans, and I'll break that down to you in a little bit. So we're focused right now, we're focused on, on the warm and the cold leads right now, okay? So this quarter, we're only focused on those two, so warm and the cold leads, and I'll tell you more. And the next year, we're going to get focused more on the influencers, um, and I'll tell you more about that. So... For the warm leads, what we do right now, the warm leads are people that you already know. We already have a relationship with, right? So you don't have to, you know, generate new leads for those. You can, I mean, you can touch, you can, you can tap into those ones first before you get into the cold leads. So what we've done in that situation, because we have one, two, three has about four thousand users. Okay, um, I would call it Squire has, you know, hundreds of users, uh, hundreds of agencies using the software, right? So what we've done is we've tapped into those ones now and said, okay, well, we've added this new, we have this new product now, okay? We want to be able to, you know, so we, you know, pricing is different now. You can still use just acquire the trading part by itself, but now we have all these other things here too. And for this price now, you, can, you may be paying uh, $149 a month now, right? Uh, you know, we can add this for you. So that's the first part. So that's the first part. It's tapping into your own circle. Mm-hmm. Now, usually advised entrepreneurs, everybody has a circle. You have a circle of friends. You have a circle of maybe mentors, family. First of all, what you need to do is tap into them. And what you do with tapping into them as warm leads is you call you you, you create a database. Use a CRM like Monday. I use Monday, Monday. or Salesforce. So Salesforce is Salesforce too expensive. Is expensive. Oh. Crazy expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Monday, yeah. okay. Monday. Monday. So I use Mondays like yeah, it's like thirty bucks. I can't remember. I made thirty bucks a month or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I use Monday. Uh, we use Asana and we use um, Slack. Slack. Okay. Asana is it's a, a really Slack is a CRM. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I thought it was just no. Slack is not a CRM. So we have no. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying for the team for every communication, we use it for we use Slack. Asana, we use that project management. It's amazing. Okay. Uh, and of course for um uh for CRM, we use Monday. Okay. Yeah, so Asana, everybody. So with Asana, we have we have what we call um, uh, uh, scorecards. Okay, so every week, what we do as a team is you now everybody has assigned work. Everybody has to do. Okay, and every week you now you know we can look at everybody's scorecard on Asana and see where they are. So on Friday we have the meeting to discuss it, see if they any if they need any help with whatever they're missing out, they're not completed for the week. Okay, but that's not here nor there. Uh, back to our warm leads. Um, yeah, so that's, you know, you circle. You start with your circle. I tell people this. This is what I started with when I first started the business. I did, I wanted to, pre- I wanted to do 50 calls a day. If you're really good, you can do 100 calls a day. And I feel like instead of, you know, everybody's always calling me, Shago, how do I do this? How do I get leads? How do I get leads? Get on the phone. And let me tell you what, how you need to do this. Let me break this down. This is the first of all, there are different websites. Okay, it doesn't matter what industry you're in. Okay, you can get leads by uh, this is all these websites that have leads. So first of all, I started with Data Axel. Data Axel, you pay them a certain amount. They'll give you like a list of all the agencies or all the list of people maybe buying homes or whatever it is, or people who are 
um, you know, who or just bought a piano or whatever it is, or, or whatever kind of business or new restaurants that can get you all that, right? You pull that list, okay? Thousands of them, thousands of them, okay? Just, you know, pull that list and get to work. If you do 50 calls a day, you will get maybe, let's say you get half of them answer, 25. Those 25 now, uh, you get maybe half of those ones, like, okay, I'll do a demo. So maybe that's, let's say 10, okay? So 10 do a demo, maybe two decide to buy from you. If two buy from you and you, maybe you're paying, uh, maybe each of that purchase is $100 a month. That's $200 right there for that one day. You do this five days, how many is that? 10. Wait, wait. 10, okay? No, no, yeah, there's two, there's two times, two, 10 leads, exactly, that's 10 leads. And those 10 leads is what, uh, times uh, $100, right? $1,000, we don't have public yeah. math here. <laughs> <laughs> that's 200 right? So that's 200 for that one day, right? Uh, times five, that's uh, that's 1000 right? That's 1000 okay. Yeah, that's that's, if you do that for a month, right, that's 4000 now. So you're already bringing $4,000 a month in if you just focus on that. Okay? On that on one leads. thing. On that one thing. But I'm saying, I'm, I kind of mixing two things up because I was talking about warm leads and I kind of got into cold leads. But it's anyway, okay. So the, okay, so the warm leads is really your family and everybody else. But with that, what you do is you talk to them first, you, you know, get put them in the CRM, go and ask them for five people. I always tell them, give me five people you know that might be interested in this. I write that down. I call those five people. Because already, the thing about it is people usually buy from people that, they don't, that, uh, Either they know of the user products or something like that, right? You know, if somebody tells me, Shagun, I really like this movie, I'm, I'm more inclined to watch the movie because of that, right? So that's how, why this works. So like if you tell them like, yo, yeah, Mr. Uh, Miss Olamide told me to call you. She said you might be interested in this thing, you know what I'm saying? Like because you have, you know, you know, whatever it is. Guess what? They're more likely to be the number one. They don't want to insult you. Right? Yeah. And number mm-hmm. two, they, they might be interested. They yeah. will at least listen to what I'm trying to sell them, right? And number three, they might sign up. Yeah. So in that situation, man, you know, you, you keep on building on that. So those five people, you build a relationship with them. You do the same thing. You ask them after a certain amount of time, you also ask them for another five people, right? And on top of that, while you're doing this, what you need to be doing, eh, if, if they become customers, is they need to be giving you reviews. Because FOMO, fear of missing out, right? Because if I see testimonials now, I say, ah, this person bought from this guy, ah, really? You know, I fear, I'm feeling like I'm missing out. I want to be part of this too. I'm going to go in and see what's up with this, right? So that's what I do. So I, once I, so I get you signed up or use my product, I immediately ask for, you know, a lead. Uh, I'm sorry, for a review. So I could put that on my website or, you know, you know. And it also helps your SEO, of course. You know, if you have that, you know, Google has made it where they've, uh, they want to use uh, reviews to increase your, uh, your uh, SEO ranking, okay? So it's effective to that way. So that's what we started with first was just, you know, with the warm leads. And then from the warm leads, we focus on the cold leads. And the cold leads today, you we live in the perfect time where information is everywhere. doesn't matter what you're trying to start, what, what you're trying to grow, what you're trying to get. The leads you can get. There's a website I use today. So I just, I found this website. It's called Leadscrape. Leadscrape, okay? And you can, and it's, 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 uh, it's such a smart, uh, smart software where you can type in what, what your industry is. And it pull up leads for you for that. Emails, including emails too. Wow. Yes. So it gives me all these emails for all these people and everything. That sounds like, expensive. Great. Is it expensive? It is not even that expensive. It only cost me two hundred forty-seven dollars. 
they don't they don't actually cost me to get that same thing it was cost me like a thousand dollars a month so i found a lead script so i'm always doing research on finding better ways to get leads right yes and those leads like i said if you call those leads you know even if you're getting one a day right you're increasing your bottom line right yeah so uh so that's what we did. We focused on those two things. Uh, that's what we're focusing right now, getting those, going to lead scrape, getting those leads. And I hire two salespeople now. I'm going to hire a third person. And all they're, all they're doing now is setting up, setting up appointments for me and for my uh, office staff so they can just do the demos, do the demos. And the good thing with our demos is we're, we have a close rate of 80%. Yes. Yeah, the software is really good. So like I told you, I don't... Yeah, I do not want to have something where it's like 30%, whatever. I want it to be where you see this stuff and like, damn, I got, I need this. Wow, so, 80%. Yeah, 80%, yes, 80%, yeah. 80% sign up rate. Wait, so I have so many, oh my God, I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> where do, you, you did not warn me enough. Yeah. <laughs> I told you I was coming to fire. I Horse and pour water in my face. Yeah. <laughs> okay, first of all, yeah, yeah. good product because you had a great product. You you went to job on that product to make it perfect. Yes. So you yes. know that I I don't. Would you agree that you're going to attribute that to the eighty percent conversion rate? When most get definitely that? so. Most definitely so. Yes. So most not so. a lot mm-hmm. of so so you don't have to focus. So if a monkey mm-hmm. picks your product and do the demo. You are mm-hmm. confident that you get an eighty yes. percent conversion rate. That's the most important thing, exactly. Like Steve Jobs, you know, you wanted this so easy anybody can use it. And I have to be, and I think when people don't, understand, what people misunderstand in businesses, you have to know your target audience. You have to have a buyer persona, right? I have a buyer persona in my mind of who my audience is. Okay, so I know these are mostly women, mostly middle-aged women, and not as technologically, you know, inclined. So I have to make it as easy. You know, just imagine your yeah. mama, your auntie, I like, know, right? hey, what is that? How do you do this now? Hey. So I want to make sure, like, <laughs> I want to make sure it's so easy for them. They don't have to ask any questions. So you made it super easy. You made it very, because you know your clientele. I guess what is in the back of my head is like, yes, you're getting this crazy amount of leads. Because mm-hmm. my biggest fear right now, I'm getting, since I started doing, you know, you know about this, my social media challenge thing and how yeah. I, and one thing I didn't understand and I learned the hard way was, okay, yes, mm. you're getting exposure, you're getting leads. Can you mm. service those leads mm. correctly? Yeah. So I did yes. my the opposite. I didn't mm-hmm. expect to get leads like that, that mm-hmm. I don't have my, my, my backend perfected i don't have a perfect system to service mm. my clients and those kind of things can can um can kill a company if you oh, grow yes, too fast it can, it can kill you oh, yeah yes, yeah so exactly. like so now i'm trying to like slow down and say you know what let me redirect yes i can see that marketing works i need to focus on how yeah. to perfect my you know my listed. and you mm. did it the right way by perfecting your product Yes. You didn't yes. even let the sum cost fallacy of $40,000 stop you from scratching it and starting all over. No. And you perfected your product. So do you have the same system? It looks like you have, you have very knowledgeable about stuff like this, but do you have a mm-hmm. system in hiring? Because you need to have a good mm-hmm. team also. Like the people doing the demo, mm-hmm. is it, don't you have like, do you have like a team? If a yes. structure, a structure of how yes. to hire this, how to hire these people and keep them and manage them. 
So you look, you talk about salespeople? Your, your, yeah, your sales team or, yeah. or your yeah. other team, mm-hmm. people in your team in general. Yeah, okay. So including my people that do the demos and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have a system. Um, and uh, finding good help, number one, is very hard. Okay. Uh, but one thing I've also learned is, you know, um, pay pay top dollar. Pay top dollar for whoever you're trying to get. Because if, if you really believe they're that good, pay top dollar. As Nigerians, we don't like to do that. We're yeah. very cheap with that kind of stuff. When did, when did you go pay $10? If you pay $10 an hour for somebody, you're going to get $10 service, right? You know, as an employee or whatever it is. You don't want that. I want to pay, you know, I have my staff in the office. They, I pay 40 bucks an hour for them, you know, for my demos and all. Yes, but they're really good. What's the industry standard? So the, on, the industry standard, maybe I think it's maybe like $30. So I pay a little bit higher than that. Wow. But this person is amazing. because Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, I want somebody who, I, when I'm looking for someone, I'm looking for somebody who is a visionary just like myself, okay? And I'm also looking for somebody who can feel some of my um, weaknesses as a person, you know, as a, you know. So I'm not a, an operations person. I'm a visionary, okay? But, you know, so some of my, the people on my team, they're more of like, okay, this is how we need to organize things. This is how we need to do things. So they, and I've, you know, I wanted somebody who can take initiative and build this stuff and not like, okay, I've if it's five o'clock, let me clock out. No, I want somebody to look. I'm going to pay you well, but I need you to, 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 to do this. I want you to feel like this is your company too. And how I did that really is, you know, I'll tell you this. Indeed is useless. You can't find good people. You know? <laughs> but I found, I found uh, Upwork was really good. So what I did was I went to Upwork. Okay. And these are people who are actually freelancers. I found, you know, these are freelancers. Uh, and so I test them out to see how they work. Mm. Once I see how well they work, I'm like, yo, you know what? This is what's going on with you right now. You, you keep working with this. And you're trying to get gigs like this, right? Why don't you come full-time with me and I'll pay you a little bit more than what you're asking for. But you just come on my team and work with me. And that works. That yeah. is the best hack I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, because that's one of the things that's yeah. one of the things that carry a lot of company and that's one of the headaches of entrepreneur. And you yeah. not only just you get to test their work before even hiring them. Exactly. And you're like the you are the old guy, you are the you are the boss of when it comes to hire um, like convincing people to quit their job. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. Leave your husband, leave your kids. So come here, just come. Leave your life saving your dream. Leave, leave, every, leave everything. Forget those dreams. You're the, the boss when it comes to that. So once you cite them, you you convince them. That oh, yeah. is a beautiful. How do you yeah. get all this knowledge? How, I know you said you you attributed it to a lot of like trial and error, but like. Something mm-hmm. as as much as um, specific as Upwork. How did you know that? Let me do my hiring from Upwork. Like, how did that? How did that come up to you? So that came up to me. Well, I it's also reading. So I read a lot. I read a lot, a lot of different books. Okay, let me tell you. If I if I'm weak at something, I look for a book that's going to help me get better at it. Hmm. So, it sales, for example, sales is you know I read this book. It's such an amazing sales book. I cannot remember the name right now. It's if called you text sales. it to me, yeah, I'll send it to you. Yes, it's an amazing book, and it taught me because when I was getting my salespeople, what happened was like I noticed one weakness of mine was those they work. I was not getting any leads. I'll fire them. I'll get leads. Honestly, that's what it was going through. So that's number one. I decided to go through Upwork for my office staff, you know, and also for um for my sales team too to certain level. Um, but with the sales team, I, I read this book and this book helped me structure things, right? I, if, if they are not being successful, it's not their fault, really. 
is the fault of the system. So I didn't have a good enough system to make them succeed, to increase the chances of them succeeding. So I read a book that was actually by the uh, by a marketer who used to who started marketing. Who was one of the first marketers for HubSpot? Hmm. You know HubSpot? I know HubSpot, like um, you um, see, Salesforce oh, competitor. Yes, HubSpot. You see HubSpot everywhere. You can type any article right now. You're looking for it. Even in the, the podcast one. industry, they like they t- they they're buying up podcasts up, taking, up and exactly. down. Exactly. Yeah. So I learned from these people. So it's a lot about reading and that kind of stuff. You know, it talks about what they did to get people to you know, and also there are different websites that cater specifically to uh, your salespeople. So if you to salespeople or whatever it is, so you can go to those websites and like you know try them out. And if you want to hire them, good. You know, say so they you can go from there. So yeah. So what I'm hearing is, if someone wants to be like you. The first thing mm-hmm. they need to start doing is reading a lot. Oh God, read every day. I read every day. Like how you are with your thing, you're very consistent with your with what you do. You're consistent with your posts, your content mark. I read every day, and I read based on my weaknesses. Hmm. And every quarter, I take something. I say I need if I take something I need to improve on, and I work towards being better at it. Hmm. So last quarter was digital marketing. I was like, I need to be better at digital marketing. You know. Uh, the quarter before that, I was like, well, I'm not a good speaker. That's where you started seeing those videos. Yeah, on. I was going to talk about that too. It's in my list of things yeah. to talk about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to get, I wanted to be more comfortable doing, you know, because I'm an introverted person. No. I'm very introverted. Uh, you would I, never believe I, it. I would not believe as, you won't be. That's a big fat as lie. As Victor, as Victor, as Victor. Victor asked me to go to all these different things. I never go nowhere. He knows how introverted I am. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I had to get out of my shell. Like if I really want to get out there and do all these things, oh my life. I, I need to be able to uh I need to be able to go out there. Uh, I need to be able to like take classes to learn how to do this. And these books, you know, that's why I started like, okay, let me start practicing and talking and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I have this theory. I know I might mm-hmm. sound weird. I have this theory mm-hmm. and it's beautiful thing that you brought up Hub Hubspot, because Hubspot is doing it mm. right now. I have this theory that it would now be a norm for a company to become a media company. Mm. The way marketing is yeah. going and the way ads are going, yeah. it's changing. So first it was, oh, you get your ads from TVs mm-hmm. and then it became internet marketing and you get your ads mm-hmm. from Google ads. Now it has changed. Now it's more like, I have followed this influencer and this influencer said, mm-hmm. this mic is the best mic. I don't even think twice. Mm. I'm going to buy the mic because I like this influencer. Yeah, you know that's that's what marketing yeah. is now. It's this micro yeah. influencers that push their favorite product. Like maybe yeah. Tim Ferriss uses uh, Tim Ferriss. Uh, what's it? Tim Ferriss. He uses Alex mm-hmm. um, Athletic Greens. He has nothing mm. to do with his content. Of Tim Ferriss does a lot of this. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. because I just like Tim Ferriss so much, when I'm looking for something like that, I'll get Athletic wow. Greens. You know, just like that's so, what happens. So that's yes. what a lot of us are happening. And I feel like HubSpot have got a like they one of the people who to catch on it they're like oh now mm-hmm. i'm going to own this influ- not own but i feel like it's a bad i'm going yeah. to own this influencer so now they are buying all these podcasts yes. because yes, podcast is very exactly. intimate so like youtube yes. is here podcast is here instagram is here like, yeah. tiktok is in the bottom in terms of like the quality yeah. of audience and the podcast yeah. audience like someone is talking to your ear Every time you run, every time you're driving, so like that's like, true. Exactly, I feel intimate. Like when I listen to my yeah. like my favorite podcasters, I I feel like I know them. So whenever mm-hmm. they say anything, I'm listening to them. You know, and mm-hmm. I feel like HubSpot got that, and now they have this HubSpot network, and they're buying all almost all Amazing. the podcasts I listen to. They're buying all the podcasts. Like and yeah. once they buy it, all your advertising is HubSpot. Oh, yes. 
It sounds far. <laughs> so now they bought it for like let's say they it for like three million. Now they have yeah. unlimited amount of like ad time. Wow. And then yes. all you're buying is um all they talk about is hotspot and other hotspot yeah. networks. So now the network mm-hmm. is getting big. So I think that this is where the media is going. I agree with that. A lot of a yeah. lot of companies. You 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 you're gonna have to be a media company to advertise. You can't just say I want to do yes. Google AdSense anymore. I don't even yes. scroll to the sponsored yes. ads on Google anymore. I just scroll down to the Mm-mm. organic sketch. That's what exactly. Yeah. Yes. So yes. I think so. Yes. I know yes. that they're going there. So that was why I I didn't want to just pass by this your media. So I wanted to learn what have you learned in the last quarter of your your theme reading in media digital marketing. Mm-hmm. What have you learned? And second thing, what are the books you'll recommend for someone that wants to get into that okay that's a good question i'll start with the well so with the digital marketing it was not books it's mostly classes oh classes um okay. yeah so yeah so this guy graham 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 is graham cochran cochran yeah graham cochran he's really good mm-hmm. i and then actually google has a really really good digital marketing class okay in oh, wow. hubspot <laughs> so so i took I, I first started with hubspot's own so i took their digital marketing class uh it's very good it's very in-depth uh i think the best one though is google so google you you have to pay like 30 something dollars a month but it's worth it it's definitely worth it to tap into it you know and it's like you know and you have somebody who's t- teaching you from email marketing to you know um youtube to all these different you know different um uh, media channels, you know, so it, it touches upon each one of them. I've learned so many much from them, I guess. I um, and also SEO too. So I also started with SEO, but SEO is going to be next year. So that's my next whatever, next year. I think first quarter I will focus on SEO, you know, next year. But SEO, uh, I will go through Google for that, and also go through uh, HubSpot has an SEO class too for that. So I'm trying to get as much information as I can for that. But for the digital marketing, uh, what I've learned is, um, I think the biggest lesson is, which you understand, of course, is consistency. But I'll also say this, there's two different types of, um, when you're trying to uh, get into the to digital marketing, um, there's two different types. There's like the vertical and the horizontal. Horizontal means you're putting yourself in all these different platforms. So you're on YouTube, you're on Twitter, TikTok, you are, you know, there's all the, and then, you know, horizontal, and no, a vertical, sorry, is when you start with one, one, you know, and then you perfect that and then go to another one. Mm. So what I did was I did the vertical one and um, it wasn't really- The vertical or the horizontal? Oh, sorry, horizontal, sorry, the horizontal. I saw your hand go like this. I was like, you went horizontal, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Yeah, horizontal. And I was like on, I was trying to do the Facebook one. I was trying to do the YouTube. There's just too many of them. So I learned, one of the lessons I learned is first of all, where is my audience at? So then I can place my, my, you know, my, my digital marketing where they are. And mostly my audience is on Facebook. Okay. So that's why I target. So what I did in that situation is um, I created Facebook groups. Hmm. So this is what people don't really talk about, but it's amazing. I learned a couple of things here. So what I did was I created a, um, I created a, a Facebook group and I called it home care agencies uh, from start to scale. That's what I called it. I did not, you know, I was like, let's try it out. Let's see what happens. And now we're up to like 400 members there. And I think by the end of the year, we'll have, I think by the end of the year, we should close at 600. First quarter next year, I know we're going to have 1,000 active, they have 1,000 members. And most of them actually, I'll say most of them are actually active members. Wow. And what I really learned, what I'm trying to do is this. What I'm trying to do is this. I am trying to uh, have my own, um, you know, my own uh, audience. 
You know, I'm trying to have my own people. I can always have, like I already have it through email. So email, I'm growing it year by year. I think right now we're about five, 6,000 on my email list. Yes, yes. And now I'm growing this to, I want to grow this to 1,000. YouTube is nearly at 500, right? So I'm trying to grow them, but uh, YouTube feeds my Facebook channel. So it's not really like, yeah, it feeds my Facebook group, okay? And the Facebook group has been wonderful because I have people who ask about how to start, how to get clients, how to do this, regulations, all the stuff. I engage with them. So I spend at least 30 minutes a day engaging with them, okay? Answering any questions and all that kind of stuff. I do have somebody who checks and lets me know a, like about a med- medi- Like a mediator. What, what, what is the word they call them? A mediator. mediator me- yes. A mediator, well, I ha- yeah. Yeah, I have, I have, so I have quite a few home care agency friends. So okay. they help me answer questions too. So it's, it's like a family. Everybody's asking questions. Wow. Everybody's answering questions. You build a community. Wow. I, I built a community. I think that's where this? I started this community at the beginning, maybe, maybe six, 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 seven months ago. And you had yeah. 500? Was there any advertising? No, I'm at nearly 400. Uh, I'm nearly 400 right 400. now. I'll be, yeah. Did you, did you do I'm an advertising? 500 by the end of the month. Did you do No, an... not at all. Not at all. Nothing. What made them come to the group? They look on Facebook and they're searching for people like them. Organic search. Organic search. I love that. Yes, organic search. Yes. So they go online. How to start home care agency. Guess what? There's a list of people. There's a Facebook group right there with Shay. They go face on it, click on it, you know, enter it and start asking and questions. See the values and that everybody like it's like a, it's like a synergy. Everyone's gonna be helping each other. Like how yeah, any small problem, it, like wow. Yeah. And once in a while then I write my, my I write I still I still do my, my articles on a weekly basis. I post them there. Because I want to be an authority to them, like yeah. a thought leader to them, right? So I always I'm posting things that helps them out. I give them free uh uh documents and all that kind of stuff, right? You know? free um, uh, templates for their businesses. So they love all these things. And guess who they're going to use when they need classes? They're going to use one, two, three. They're going to come to Telescope. You know, so anytime I, um, I have a new product, I let them know and my sales go up. You know, because so, this is my community. So my goal is how to grow this community to hopefully by 2,000, 2,500 by the end of next year. And we keep on going there. So, you know, yeah. So wow. that's, I think what I've learned from that is just building a community and focusing on them and give them as much value as possible, you know, because if you give them as much value as possible, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. You know? And you have yeah. tons of value in the home health um, industry. So like, this is yeah. just natural. You need to find a place to like offload them. <laughs> offload yes, the value. Yes, yeah. Yes, wow. Yes, yeah. So you got so that home, information. This is actually home care. It's you, actually home care. Now home health. Home health is skill. Home care, I'm sorry. Home care yeah. is non-medical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, home, so I got that information, huh? You got that information from your last quarter of you reading and say, marketing. Did, 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 wow yeah so that's a direct yes. impact of you seeking knowledge to exactly. get better yes i wow. was like look i have to keep it getting better i'm going to take some classes on digital marketing and it just it breaks everything down for you like how you know how to do content marketing what software to use for that you know of course talks about consistency Talks about you know all these different things, and it was a really good class, really good class for that. Yeah, I have a question. Why didn't mm-hmm. you? I have a lot of questions. I don't know why I said a question. Yeah. Why <laughs> did you write a book? Why is your first book about mm-hmm. greatness in general? Why was your first book so broad, as opposed to like mm. your expertise that you know? Like I feel like it's the least the part of the least part of resistance would be like let me just write a book about home health because that's all I know for yeah. the past almost what. 20 years now? 
Yeah, well, nearly, almost yeah. 20 years. Yeah. 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 Um, that's a good question. So my first book was more of a passion project. Um, I have a son. And uh, I think the most important thing to me is instilling the values in him that he, will, that he can use to be a successful human being. So Live Like the Greats is really for him first. Uh, also to help me as a person to improve myself, you know, because I like so much things, you know. So the book talks has all these different values. It has, you know, self-discipline, empathy, humility, uh, perseverance, perseverance. Mm-hmm. purpose, all these different things, right? And I appreciate you for buying my book. Thank you for that. Too. How do you know I bought your um, book? This <laughs> 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 is a secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you, by the way. You know, but yeah, so um, I really wanted him to have those values. So he reads the book. So he reads the book. He's finished the book. And he's 13 years old now. So it's for him to learn what values his father has and what values he needs to have. You know, so even if I die, you can refer to that book and say, this is what his father, you know, this is, you know, and my grandkids. So it's legacy too, to a certain level. Yeah. So now, uh, so when it comes to sales, I can tell you this. What I've learned from that, writing that book, was um, people exactly what you're saying is that people have asked me more about business than my than this book right uh so people don't care about value they care about money so, <laughs> so i was like okay i learned from that okay is that what it is okay you know i saw dias which is a uh, uh, what is it uh, rich dad poor dad no, no, Dyer's book. What's that? What's Victor's book? Oh, you um, and you, uh, will you ever be rich? Will you ever be rich? I said, hey, you like rich books. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm writing about values. You guys don't care about values. It's fine. I write about books. I write about how to give money to them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But yeah, yeah. So, but I, um, I'm very happy that's the first thing I wrote, though, because I really wanted to instill that in him first. Mm-hmm. And uh, it really helped me to be a better person yeah. from what I was years ago. So I'm very grateful for the journey, the the reading, the research I did to write the book. It looks like that book was like a, like a term paper, like a research paper. Like, yeah. it's like you sat down for two years and you read all <laughs> this book and all this quotes and you're like, where can yeah. I compile all this knowledge? And then you yeah. wrote the book because you were quoting yeah. as far as Victor, yeah. Victor Frankl to, uh, yeah. you're talking about, what's it called? Was it, I think it was it LeBron James. I don't Benjamin even know who you're talking about. You're talking, yeah. Uh, Kobe you, Bryant. There was one yeah. guy that you was referring to all the time. I think it was James Clare. I think James Clare came up a lot of times. I, I don't yeah, know. It has so many. Yeah, but I was like, Kobe Bryant I, at the point I was like, Mandela. am I reading? I'm, I'm like, I'm reading 10,000 books <laughs> in one page, in one book. Like, I appreciate that, yeah. It looks like you, you that was like, I, you needed to push that book out because yes, you've gotten yes. all this knowledge. I just wanted to like, you know. A put them bit, somewhere. Yeah, put them exactly. somewhere. Exactly. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. I, yes, I, yes yeah, so. I, I, I like the yeah. book because one you. thing I liked the most about the book was the practical knowledge because I also mm. do a lot of reading. Let me to be honest. Let me yes. confess. I don't do yeah. a lot of reading. I do a lot of listening to books. <laughs> I listen to book a lot because yeah. I'm very lazy. I, I'll I'll sleep off. That's <laughs> still reading now. That's still I, reading. I guess that's I guess that's reading. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, I do a lot of listening to books and and um whenever I'm reading them and they give you this mm-hmm. advice about like for instance you need to persevere you need to be consistent and everything or a good example like you have in your book was um mm. toxic like moving away from toxic people and everything mm, and the book yes. will tell you move away from toxic people but with you you went extra you went if extra step forward and you tell us how 
I just appreciate yes. that, like the practicality of the book. Like, okay, not mm. only am I, am, am I pointing, I say you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do yeah. this. Well, this is well, how to do it. To do exactly. Yeah. And the yeah. fact that you yeah. make them bullet points <laughs> makes it yeah. a whole lot easier to read and and yeah. and follow. And I like one thing I liked the mm. most was the, another thing I liked the most was the smart. I know it wasn't originally yours, but I like that yeah. the yeah. S M A R T. Yeah. Um, yes. We are setting Specific, goals. M- measurable. Yeah. 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 Yes, yes. So I I I, 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 yeah. I love that part about yeah. your book, and I feel like Thank everybody you. should go go read it because if you don't want to yeah. read James Clare, Victor Frankl, <laughs> give me this name, Benjamin Franklin. If you don't want to go read it yeah. about it, go just read that book. It's like a good summary yeah. <laughs> of everything and the best quotes from it. Like you yeah. know, James Clare book is one of the best book I've ever read, yes. and you oh, took yes. out the Atomic best habits. thing. One of the best yeah. books I've ever read. Here, and you took out and, those um, things. Thank you so much. You know, and I learned from, uh, what's his name? Principal uh, Ray Dalio. Ray Dalio you know, too, I, yeah. Yeah, you know, he read, he wrote that book, uh, Principles. Principles, yeah. That's another yeah, classic. Yeah, so that's, too. you know, he's straight, just like. Yeah, know, he was very points, straight to the point. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that technique. You know, all these page fillers, you have to get to mm-hmm. read before you, you have to, to get to the point. I didn't want to do that. I want to get straight to, straight the, to the point. Straight to the point, yeah. yeah. And I like how yeah. in the table of content, you can, like, you can, you can skip. To the next, you can move around in chapter yeah. and, you know, you can go to chapter about perseverance and read about it yeah. and go to chapter about, yeah. it just, I was like, okay, this, you, it, it's obvious that you're a book reader and you know all this thing, yeah. so you took out this thing, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 I like it, I really, I'm trying to like promote the book, so people can go and buy the book, go and yeah. buy, <laughs> go and buy Thank the you book, mama, so you can live yeah. like, live like the greats, but yeah. Live like the greats, yes. Yes, now, I, I, see, I see, I see, yeah, I see the yeah. plug at the back there. <laughs> Leave like the greats. Yeah, it's a good book. It's just so Thank funny you. how it's the... I don't want to bash anybody right now because I don't want, like, my future... What if I want to work with them in the future? There are some yeah. books that... <laughs> there are some books yeah. that are so popular. Mm-hmm. They, like, went viral. And they don't even... They don't even... They don't even come close to books like Live by the Greats or books like Will You Ever Be Rich? Like, in terms... Yeah. Not only in terms of, like, the content, in terms of, like, the writing style and, like... Yeah. The knowledge, like, it's just... It's yeah. it's um, I think it's life. Like the, some people, yes. things are flashy and the bells and whistles they get yeah. popular. They are empty barrels yeah. and the ones that yeah. are fulfilled are slow. And that's why I got my. That's why I started this podcast because I know I like when I'm hanging out with people like Victor and like these are mm-hmm. like intelligent people, people that are doing great things. But obviously mm-hmm. they don't fit the virality you know yeah, persona yeah, so they're yeah. not going to go viral like the exactly. grand cardone or the gary v of the world right, but these are people yes. that are not only um inspirable they're also achievable because they will literally tell achievable. you how to you yes. know yeah and it doesn't have to be like yes, a unicorn so. you don't have to be like a unicorn like yeah. um like steve jobs you don't have to be like yeah. um asperger's syndrome like elon musk you don't yeah. have to have some special <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> special superpower you can just be a regular no. guy like you didn't know anything about digital marketing yeah. what did you yeah. do you read about it i could yes. do the same yes. i could say i don't know anything about yes. digital marketing let me yeah. go read about it like this is why right. i got the podcast so i can say that these things are attainable there are people behind mm. your backyard there are people in your street that are doing great making seven figures making eight figures and they're not loud about it they don't ha- they have 200 followers they're not 
Mm. You know, but you can learn from them and attain that, you know, success whereby you don't have to be Steve Jobs, you don't have to be Gary Vee. I agree. And yeah, yeah, and you will still have a beautiful yeah. life. You can still you can still go on private jets, you can still have oh, all yes. that. Matter of fact, I would think that's even better because now you're not too popular. Nobody's stopping you on the road saying, Hey, right. can I get a picture? Yeah. You know? Because you don't yeah. have a good life. You know, I I, I bet Steve Jobs could not just walk and go to go get groceries. Oh no, definitely not. His life has changed. You know, right? exactly. he can't do all those things at all. Yeah. I like to run. Yeah. I wanted to run and nobody stopped me. I said, can I take yeah. a picture? No, yeah. I have to make my PR, man. I'm trying to yeah. get to like, you know, yeah. 10 minutes per mile, you know? So that was well, the whole premise of my podcast. So I love it. And I think it's great. I think this is what people actually need, you know, to see somebody like yourself who's done it. You're successful in your business. You do your thing. And like, you know, you can have a podcast and um, to, to, to educate our people, people look like us mm-hmm. on things. It doesn't have to be a crack or don't. I think it can be people that look like us, right? Yeah. You can do these things. You can attain these things, you know? You can be successful as an interior uh, designer, decorator. It can be this, it can be that. You can uh, you can get podcasts and get people on. You can do all these things to market yourself, to be a better person, all that kind of stuff. And when people see others doing it, I think it motivates, inspires them to also do it. But I will also say something, which, you know, I think you were talking about, you know, uh, these other ones get more noise than, you know, like books like, you know, Live Like the Grace and stuff. And that also speaks to sales. And that's the reason why I was like, this quarter, I want to focus on sales. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be able to generate that noise. Like, I must that noise. do something wrong. <laughs> yeah. I want to do something right. Yeah. What can I do to generate that noise like this? Week, you know? Oh, man. Uh, yeah. In a way that, of course, that is ethical to me and moral to me. Not, you know, not trying to yeah. make all that noise. No, there are yet. books that make a lot of noise. And amount to the the noise that they get. I mean, James Clare, yeah. Atomic Habits, it's oh, a great exactly. book. Exactly. Amazing book. So let's let's talk about your future plans. What are your future plans and yeah. blowing up like um what are you what are you planning right now? So by twenty twenty four, I will have two things I wanna do. I wanna build this business to a level where maybe we're like maybe five to seven. Mm-hmm. Um if I could do that, you know, the next year after that, I want to be able to sell the business after that. Okay. I wanna you know. Yeah, my goal is to sell. I, I like to build and sell, and sell. You know, so yeah, build and sell. That's what I want to do. Number one with my business, mm-hmm. with my businesses, really. Number one. Number two, I'm coming up with a new book too. Uh, I've not come up with the title yet, uh, <laughs> but the book is uh, it's been you know, written. It's, it's been right yes, right now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's similar to you know, it's what, what my first lead. So it talks about uh, how to grow your business and mm-hmm. focus on the ways to do that. The leads. How to get your needs and how to grow your needs. Oh, this is perfect. Yes. You got to so, come yeah, up here so. again whenever we're about to do the promotion of the book. I will. I will. I'm definitely so. <laughs> There's so much gems that you gave today. Is there one specific one that you want um, the audience to, that you want the audience to take away? Just one thing that you want the audience to take away from in general in this conversation. Okay, from this one conversation, one thing I want them to take away from this is um, two things, really. I'll say two things. Okay, okay there's two things I think I've led to my success, and I, I hope you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Two things. Number one is um, be a t- student uh, of your field, whatever you are, be a student of it. Read as much. And if you find anything you're weak at, read, research, uh, you know, constantly do that. Keep on improving yourself. Like, be self aware. That's my, the mo- number one thing. I said, be self-aware. If you're trying to build a business or try to be a better human being, what you need to do is to be self-aware. And be self-aware allows you to pinpoint place in your life where you need growth. 
And once you can pinpoint where you need to grow is, because it takes humility to do this. You know, we have to look at ourselves in the mirror and say, well, I'm not good at this, right? But then once you can pinpoint that, and then the next thing is to work on it and be consistent with it. You know, and then, that, so those are the two things, self-awareness and consistency. So once you find that, work on it and be consistent. So if you feel like, okay, number one, I'm not good at, um, I need to lose some weights. Okay, great. Now be consistent. Exercise, walk every day, right? If you, I'm going to build a business, okay? Uh, my weakness is sales. Great, okay. Study how to do sales. And once you study, be consistent. Do it every day. Sell every day. Hmm. So that's what I'll say. Oh, thank yeah. you. This is, this is a great journey. <laughs> I appreciate it. Where can people find you? Where is the best place people can find you? Uh, well, you can find me on my Instagram. It's called uh, Winning is Everything. Uh, you can find me there. Uh, you can also find me, um, you know, my book. You can go to you can go to uh, Amazon, Live Like the Greats. Uh, if you want to, but well, most likely you can definitely go to uh, my uh, my Instagram page and find, and find me there, everything. My page. Okay. 